Good day, everyone. It's a beautiful day in the Psyche community. Welcome to Psyche Podcast, where we are dedicated to improving mental health together. You are here with your podcast hosts, Dr. Zamika Simmons-Yan and Alyssa Peckham, where we will spill the tea on hot topics in psychiatry. That's right. Here on Psyche Community Podcast, you will get a quick lowdown on what's steaming in the world of mental health. We ask you to listen to the episodes, rate us, and review us. Better yet, share the Psyche Podcast with your friends, where we all can sip on the Psyche tea and maybe have a side of lemon with it. Well, I hope you're excited because today we have a lot of tea to spill. Hello, hello to our Psych U community. It is an absolutely beautiful spring day here in New England, but certainly feels like summer. I think we're topping out at about 80 degrees today. So in my book, that certainly constitutes as summer. And you all already know out there in Psych U community that I am sipping on my tea today and I've chosen iced sweet tea actually so that I can, uh, I can survive this heat wave. But talking about survival and, you know, related topics like perseverance and resilience, we have a very interesting topic for you all today. Just thinking about the ongoing pandemic and the events that are happening in Europe and some of the social justice issues here in the United States, we're going to talk about disaster psychiatry and keeping that top of mind. And we have our renowned expert, Dr. Richard Weisler. He is a distinguished life fellow of the American Psychiatric Association and has been in practice for over 40 years. And he's also an adjunct professor of psychiatry at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill School of Medicine. And he served there for many years as chairman of the Board of Visitors for the Department of Psychiatry. He also holds a position as an adjunct professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Duke University Medical Center in Durham, North Carolina, and he's authored or co-authored more than 165 psychiatry-related journal articles and book chapters, and he's been a principal investigator for over 300 clinical trials, and he's board certified by the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology, if we needed any more accolades to his name. And in addition, he has also served on the North Carolina Psychiatric Association Disaster Committee as well for many years, and he's presented at many numerous state, national, and international meetings on addressing, um, organizing responses, and minimizing negative mental health outcomes of disasters on communities and countries. So we are so lucky to have him here today, and I want to welcome him and have him tell you all a little bit more about some of his um, disaster psychiatry-related work. So Dr. Weisler, welcome. Well, I want to thank you for allowing me to do this, and I look forward to, you know, going forward and telling you all more about the topic in the future and working on that as well. It's a really important topic and one that uh, right now, if you just think back of even just the last few years, we've been dealing with obviously COVID-19 and the pandemics there. We're also dealing with uh, wartime situations in different places that are causing a lot of stress for people as well. There were also a lot of economic issues before, but if you think about these things, they have a huge impact on families and populations. And obviously all of us now feel it much more intensely because the news coverage is, everything is live almost. You, you can see a lot of the data very quickly and see what people are going through. And hear that, which impacts us uh, so much more, uh, both uh, certainly as if you're 
just living in a community or a parent taking care of a child or for yourself. And certainly as, as health providers, you know, we've gone through a lot when you think about, you know, the uh, pandemic we, we've been going through and still go through cycles of, and there are areas of lockdowns going on as we speak. And then as noted, the war uh, overseas, as well as um, what we're dealing with, with the opioid crisis and other kind of issues too. And, uh, you know, economically, there've been a lot of changes too for people. A lot of people had to move. So they lost a lot of their typical support system. Sometimes they may have gained as well, but that's sort of what we're looking at. But, uh, you know, schools were canceled, things like that too. But what I would encourage you, be aware of as well. It's just like you uh, has so many resources available for you on these different topics. And uh, I think if you take a look at that, you'll be able to get a better understanding of some of the things we'll mention today. But also, I think it can help you as you address your patients' needs and fa- their families' needs, as well as sometimes your own your own family's needs or at the very least your society needs in terms of like uh, psychiatric groups or things like that, resources we need to work on also. Um, but uh, when you think about uh, resources and things like that, um, you know, there's also things that are quite useful too. Obviously PubMed has an amazing number of articles available for people. There's also something called up to date, no spaces in between. And there's one called beyond the basics. And then there's also the basics. Uh, sometimes you have to prescribe, uh, subscribe to it, but some are also free. And there are a lot of other things, uh, you know, as I said, and uh, Google Scholar, you can pull up things as well and look at it. But again, on our PsycU uh, resources, there are a lot of important topics that address a lot of these issues that I would encourage you to think about uh, looking at as well. So, um, you know, when you when you think about some of the things uh, all of us are kind of going through at this point, and you all may be experiencing it as well, probably, is, you know, like uh, decision fatigue, you know, how do you address these different things and uh, disasters, you know, as mentioned, you know, there's obviously suicides, mood disorders, anxiety, substance use, uh, you know, again, there have been a lot of patients and practices have been impacted in care because a lot of people have decided to resign. Uh, mass resignations during this time period and pulled away or moved to different areas to take care of other loved ones. So practices have changed. And a lot of people did go through periods, I think, that we need to be aware of where they lost access to uh, care and medication. Um, and then the provider systems kind of change. Um, you know, again, the net loss providers uh, has really been a, a big factor as well. And frequently there can be delays in care. There's, there's shortages of uh, resources, or sometimes it's even as simple as transportation resources, which you would think would be relatively easy, but it often is not. And, um, you know, normally that's not the case in, for many people. And then that Delays in care can clearly negative impact outcomes too, like more ER visits, hospitalizations. We talk about suicides to some degree, and we get more detail in the other presentation. But you know, the suicide rates have gone up uh, quite significantly, and there's also more violent behavior. All you have to do is look at the news, like even this past week, 
and there seem to be a lot more cities and towns and areas where there's shootings or there are other kind of things going on that will leave you know have an impact immediately on people uh, both uh, caregivers uh, police etc but equally important uh, obviously families and communities um, now moral injury is another one that's really hard you know you uh, we worry about somebody else who might get sick or did we make the right decisions you know there are certainly colleagues who are dying sometimes from these illnesses like uh, COVID-19 or some of the violent kind of behavior uh, occasionally will occur and uh, you know again you know it, it can be really tough in that regard and then there's uh, another issue we're really dealing with as a country and actually as a world is that uh, age of mental health providers appears to be increasing. The mean age is, is definitely getting up there, uh, which uh, becomes a really important issue as well. Now, um, solutions obviously will take time and um, uh, not all will be effective now, but a lot of them can be. And then we also have... Uh, huge healthcare uh, impacts on uh, imbalances, things like that. Um, and in the meantime, one of the other areas I've worked on for many years, often with the CDC or other colleagues, are things like mass shootings, wars, wildfires, tornadoes, earthquakes, disasters. But right now, as I was saying earlier briefly, you know, the TV news is so powerful, so clear, it's hard for our patients and their families to figure out where's my safe space? How do I handle that? And, you know, uh, there certainly are references available and things like uh, principles of psychological first aid that people might want to look at too. And then on top of that, we're dealing with, again, a uh, tremendous number of uh, COVID deaths, around 998,000 last time I looked, uh, and many millions of people testing positive. And so at the same time, we're having about 700,000 or so suicides we know of. And then there are a lot of opioid deaths that have increased too. So this is what I think our topic is why it's so important for us to understand that and what the resources are. And also so important is that we as a field and a, as uh, mental health providers, whether it be psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, et cetera, where we're able to be there and help each other as well as help our patients. Because trying to do this stuff alone is so much more challenging. And that's what we hope in PsychU, that as a community, again, a national, in some ways, even international community, we can pull together and uh, be available. And that's what we try to cover. And you'll see a, a number of topics uh, on PsychU, including what we'll be having available will be in useful resources, I think. I know they are for me. You know, Dr. Weisler, I am so, so excited that you brought up the point that, you know, PsychU is a, um, a good driver with bringing out these important topics, especially during this time where there's an increased demand because all of the current events that are happening worldwide inside the United States and outside of the United States. I know um, you've hit on it several several of the things that it's impacting with regards to mental health. But, you know, Alyssa and I are sitting here wondering, you know, is the U.S. prepared? Are we prepared for this increased demand for mental health services? Uh, if not, what, what do we need to do? 
Well, I mean, I, I think one thing is, is clear is we need to get more people to go in the field. <laughs> okay, there, there's a real shortage of uh, you know mental health providers, whether we're talking about a psychiatrist or nurse practitioners or PAs, um, psychologists, social workers. I, I don't know any of these fields, uh, you know, that really are at adequate levels for what we need. And then on top of that, when you think about who's likely to need treatment, the very conditions, uh, you know, you were just talking about are the ones that lead more people to potentially need mental health counseling or pharmacotherapy or um, social uh, support systems, but a team approach frequently. And a lot of times that's, that's not there. Uh, you know, there are community resource uh, shortages, both in terms of personnel as well as uh, types of services available. There's a shortage of hospital beds for the mentally ill uh, for certain. And yet we have uh, really uh, concerning numbers related to, you know, suicides and overdoses for certain that have obviously or potentially are very related to some of these very issues. And my hope is, is that we can do better, you know, and the more we can educate our peers and, you know, uh, colleagues, et cetera, as well as their families, that can make a big difference. That's, you know, a lot of really good information. And I love how, you know, you summarized a lot of the different um, you know, fallouts that we can have when experiencing these things like the war in Europe or some of the things that we're experiencing right here in the United States. And it sounded like your answer was that maybe as a healthcare system, we're, we're not prepared for this increase in demand in mental health services. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking about that gap in between our healthcare system not being prepared, yet the events are happening right now. So what can our listeners do if maybe they're experiencing some of these symptoms like, you know, depression or anxiety or, or something like that, what can they do right now? Is there anything at their fingertips that well, they can kind of tap into? Well, I think whether you're a provider or you're a patient, and sometimes they're a little bit of both and we're mixed, but I, I think clearly the exercise is very important, you know, and that really helps whether it's just walking or working out, ideally uh, on a regular basis. And often you can get a lot of support out of it when you see people walking or exercising in groups, you know, whatever the class might be, they can get a lot of support that way. Keep in mind, though, like with the COVID surges and stuff in the past, sometimes a lot of those things are blocked out and you can't do those. Right now it's a little bit better, but, you know, how do you find a balance and, you know, what is the next strain of COVID? What's going to happen? How do we handle it? But I think doing things, connecting with people, having a purpose, Again, as a provider, uh, you know, it can be draining, but at the same time, very rewarding and fulfilling to be able to, you know, help your community or help uh, your patients and their family or help other staff, people you work with who are going through some of these issues as they deal with this stuff. But, you know, clearly, if you're not alone, you do better in situations like that emotionally as well as often physically. And we learn from each other because, you know, in many cases, you know, if you think back to your med school days or residency days, so on, you know, you would talk about patients and what were they like, what helped them, what didn't help, what would you do differently? 
So by learning from each other, we can hopefully, you know, help people more efficiently and, and in a more effective way, as well as avoid some mistakes that other people have learned from things they've been through. But it's, it's a lot to learn. And um, again, I think this uh, should be a nice resource and available uh, to everyone. Yes, Dr. Weisler, you have spoken so generously with regards to the resources that are available out there, especially to those that are on PsyQ. And we want our listeners to know that Dr. Weisler has 40 years of experience. And so just hearing his passion um, and his passion for the field is what I am drawing for this. And it's a call to action for us out here in the mental health care community. So he did point us to several resources on PsychU. We want you all to tune in to a recent webinar that he and Dr. Goldberg recently did called Disaster Psychiatry During Times of Uncertainty, which is something that we could all listen to and gain from during these times. There's also other uh, resources that we will include in the show notes and focuses on psychiatry perspectives during the pandemic, also emergency relief. We have a series on that. And finally, after a natural disaster or tragedy, how do we move forward? So just click on the show notes and it will take you directly to those psyche resources. Dr. Weisler, I want to first say thank you. Thank you so much for all of your service that you have done within the mental health community. And we look forward to all the great things that you're going to do as we move forward through this, because I know that we're going to all get through this. No, thank you so much for your support and like you support, because again, that's the way we get through things. That's one of the things you learn when you've been practicing uh, for actually 42 years. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's how we're going to improve mental health together. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so there you have it. You've heard it for yourself right here on PsychU Community Podcast. But the beauty is, is that you don't have to stop here. So definitely head over and check out the show notes for the links to find more resources about today's discussion on psychu.org. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to hear more hot topics right here on the PsychU Community Podcast, please rate and review us and then subscribe so you can always get the new episode right when it drops and for the social media lovers out there check out our other social media platforms like facebook instagram twitter and youtube so until next time thank you for listening everyone and we hope you have a great day